Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of the Nick and Nate Show. I'm Nick McCarthy. And I'm Nate Barrett. And today we got a pretty good episode. We got some juicy topics to talk about. So uh, let's get going. Today's going to be a little different. Instead of going on a bunch of little topics, today we're going to be talking about our quarantine experiences so far, starting when we got that free week off on from starting on March, March 14th and going until now, which is June 1st. So I'll let you start. All right. March 14th to June 1st. All right. Well, well, starting off, I remember I was at a baseball practice and my coach gave us the the announcement that we were going to have a week off because of COVID. And it's, I mean, after that, it's really just been downtime. Not much online school. Same old. Um, at least the first like month, Two? No, has it, how many months has it been? You say? Uh, April, May, June. Yeah, three. Three? All right, so like the first month and a half, maybe I literally just sat at home, not doing much. Yeah, I and mean, what was your first like experiences with it? All right, so mine was a little bit different than yours. We got, um, I was, I had gym last block and we were, we just packed up. We were just all getting dressed and stuff and we the announcements came on. And then the principal announced that we were going to have a free, a free week so they can get their online classes ready and then that we would begin online school. And we were kind of excited because it was like different and new. We didn't know what it was going to look like. If we knew what it was going to be like now in June, we would not have been too stoked because that was like the first, yeah, like the first, oh God, the first like two months has just been absolutely just nothing it was been it was been bad um i've i've reached new peaks of boredom that i never knew i was capable of reaching and um i cleaned my entire room and which is a big thing for me if if, if you if you guys don't know i clean my room about once a year but i do like one large kind of big clean and it lasts about like six months and then it's just dirty for another six months. And not only that, I emptied out my entire closet and I just, I did all these like crazy things. I'm like, hey, this might not be too bad. This is good. This might be a good experience to kind of like get some time in and like take care of like my house and stuff like that, get some projects done. But before that, it's from like April 20th, from like March 13th to April 20th, it was just, it was just, nothing i did not do anything i kind of spent the days waking up at two in the afternoon eating and then going back to bed and that was kind of it but um recently it's been better but yeah the beginning was a little rough yeah recently it's it's been getting a little better i've been able to hang out with some people but it's still i mean not everything's open which is a bummer but because of quarantine i mean i found a new side of like creative creativity i feel like I have like, I don't know, some creakiness. Right. <laughs> um, I've, I don't know, painted my walls with a quote. <laughs> I guess you could call that creativity. I don't know. Um, not much. Just been, like Nick said, just waking up at two every single day. Boredom. It loses its fun after a while. Like, like waking up at two in the afternoon, it's fun for only a limited amount of time. And then it just gets stupid and boring and the same. But yeah, like, like we were saying, I kind of reached like a new level of creativity. It started 
the drawn on the light switch covers and then that's what kind of like segued into me cleaning my room I, my room was totally clean like three days later and uh yeah i got inspired by you to do that and i was like i wonder if i can make some cool patterns so i did like a checkered one which took me like 45 minutes because i put so much detail into it. i took a ruler and just to make sure i was making straight lines and like everything was even and i had to color each one in that was not fun but it was really fun at the same time <laughs> like march me would be like what are you doing why would you do that but like it was such a necessity to do at that time and it's still there it looks pretty all right but um yeah it was definitely some major 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 progressions so we're gonna take a short commercial break and uh we'll be back in a few minutes All right, welcome back. So where we left off, we we're about halfway through quarantine or at least where we are now, um, which brings us to about mid-April. So you can't tell because it's a podcast, but I had very, very, very long hair and I've been growing it. I started growing it out in, I'd say late September of sophomore year. And then I've had a couple little trims, but nothing too major. That was until Christmas Eve of this year. I got I got it cut a lot. I cut like a lot off and I did not like it. And the cut before that, the lady cut it so that it was just, all I'd have to do is grow it out and it would look great. And it did, it looked freaking awesome. But then that cut, she didn't cut it in the same way. So it just, it did not look good long again. And it just, the longer it got, the worse it got. And so I decided out of uh, some sprig of quarantine boredom to give myself a haircut so I rallied up my sister we both had no haircut experience and we took some big scissors and I put my hair in a ponytail and I just snip 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 and and then I, I got it cut it was all off I got it really really um really short and I like it it's been um it's been definitely new for me it's been like a year and a half since I've got it cut this short but um but I like it um, I'm keeping it short but um, yeah, that was another uh, hint of quarantine boredom that just pushed me over the edge and caused me to do something super drastic. <laughs> um, and that brings us to about May 9th. And then 10 days later, it was my birthday. Turned 17. That was fun. Um, had a, a, few, a few family members over and then not much because we couldn't do too much. Um, usually I'd have a big sleepover or something like that, get a bunch of the boys together, but quarantine kind of said no to that but um and then recently it's just been a lot of sunbathing school years dying down um doesn't mean any less work though we've been having if not a lot more work which is not fun but um yeah summer's coming just gotta power it out for these last couple weeks and then we should be all right yeah so basically from where we left off i've same it's boring um well, all right, so my birthday is right around next day after. That's the next event that really is actually worth noting. Uh, throughout quarantine, had a few family members like Nick over, um, pretty much. I don't, didn't do much. Got a record player. Yeah. Um, then shortly after I started my job at Berlin Game Campground, a lot of funny stories there. Um, not much to touch upon though. 
making a trail. <laughs> a few people jumped out of a gator. <laughs> Moving, yeah, 20 miles per hour. A few cuts, bruises. <laughs> Won't mention any names. <laughs> Dwight and Andrew. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, finishing out school, two more weeks left, I think. Is it two weeks and like three days? Yeah, finals, second week. Yeah, I mean, life's been moving pretty slow through the quarantine, but we'll get through it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's moving pretty slow, but um, there's been a few things that helped me get through it. Um, a lot of Netflix, a lot of YouTube. Um, I've been I've upgraded my uh, my cycle of going from Snapchat to Instagram to TikTok to YouTube, and now I've added Netflix into my regular order instead of just watching it at the end of the day. I've incorporated that into my daily cycle. Um, the show Midnight Gospel just came out by uh, Duncan Trussell and Pendleton Ward. Um, it came out May twentieth or April twentieth, I think, and it's it's a great show. Gets super deep into some super deep topics. Um, combined with um, so Pendleton Ward, he was the creator of Adventure Time, which you can kind of tell in the animation style. He definitely you can definitely see some of that in there. Um, it's eight episodes, each one's like an hour long, and they, they, they're they're really great. I've watched that show probably four times already, and it's it's um it's definitely been a good way to get through quarantine. Um, that brought me onto his podcast, the guy Duncan's podcast. Um, he does stuff. He does shows with uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, he's on his podcast a lot. Um, yeah, they work together sometimes. Um, he does these like big three-hour-long podcasts with him on there, and it's super fun to listen. They get into like some super super deep topics, and they get like they kind of just explain everything into super like deep detail. I keep saying deep a lot. <laughs> I don't really know how else to describe it. It's like super deep. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's quarantine. I've I've started to. I got like 10 minutes into Midnight Gospel, but I want to actually watch it, not the first 10 minutes. What Nick told me makes me sound intrigued. Um, yeah, but lately what's been going on around the world, things have been getting a little crazy. Oh boy. With riots and racial problems, all sorts of events aspiring throughout the world. Mainly America. I don't. I haven't heard anything around the world. Yeah, it's not perfect around the world, but America, it's just it's gone shit. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like. I mean, it's it's interesting to see everything that's going on. I don't agree with everything, but it's just interesting to like see how like everything's gone into like a GTA server. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way. To, that's a good way to call it. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's, I feel like it's the only way to call it at yeah. this point. Um, yeah, if you told me, like I said earlier, if you told me in like mid-March that there'd be this like global pandemic that we'd all be inside for months and months and months, and that like there'd be like like a whole like civil war going on, like a huge race war, like DC is shut down, like the president is in his bunker, the White House's lights for the first time in history have gone out. The whole White House is dark, and it's scary to look at. People have, like, all the looting and stuff like that. That's, like, that's ridiculous. That's, like, such, like, bad sportsmanship, like, in life. You don't do that. 
like small businesses and stuff like that. I get big corporations like Target, they'll, they'll recover from that. They always do. But those small businesses, the people that like, that's their lifeline. That's like what they, that's their main source of income. Like without that, their kids don't eat. Like without that, they can't afford like gas for their car. Without that, they can't afford electricity for their house. And people just like take from it all the time. And it's just ridiculous to see that. But there's, um, I saw this uh, screenshot on Instagram where it was, um, they, they have a predator drone circling over Minneapolis right now. And <laughs> those things are really scary. Those things take out terrorists like tens at a time. And they have one circling. It's out of the Air Force Base right outside Minneapolis. And they have it circling. Um, they have it circling Minneapolis right now. But And they shut down everyone's Twitter. They jammed all the signals coming in and out of D.C. Like D.C. right now is cut off from the rest of the country right now. They have tweets are being deleted. People's like phones are being disabled. People's like any contact to the outside world is being turned off. The, the, the news is being turned off there, I heard. Jeez. And that's just, it's ridiculous. They could be doing anything right there and now, and we wouldn't have any idea what's going on. It's kind of scary to see, because like, it makes you think, where's next? I know. DC now, it could be New York, it could be LA, it could be Seattle, or like Dallas, anywhere could be next. I'm feeling like, at least we live in little old Rhode Island where I doubt things will get shut down, but you never know. Um, I saw this thing on Instagram, or it might have been TikTok. Uh, a man was shouting out a rioting crowd for burning down his uh, store. He was a little shop owner. And he said, he was like screaming about how, and like crying about how he's like worked his whole life to get this business and how he's just everything's gone now because of them. and. He's yelling about how, like, he's not who you need to be going after. It's politicians and all that. But pretty much what they did was they started a GoFundMe page for him. The goal was, like, 100K. And they have now, as of yesterday, I haven't checked today, but they have reached 600K. No way. Which is crazy, which I think I probably profited from it, or definitely profited from <laughs> yeah. it. But just the fact that like he's made 600k off of a video that went viral of him yelling at rioters, and which I I'm thinking like there's so many other businesses that like have had the same thing happen, which I feel bad for. Like it's just crazy how like one video like that has exactly. made that much money for him. Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, like what you said in the beginning. Um. Like the, um, I'm kind of worried about Rhode Island a little more than most people are because when you think about where it is geographically, it's sandwiched between New York and Boston. It's like the two biggest cities in the country and we're right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of it. So if shit hits the fan, we're going to get some of that like collateral damage because like, um, that's why a lot of stuff in Rhode Island hasn't been opened up recently because we're right in between New York and Boston and like they got to go through us to get there sometimes so like it's kind of hard to um it's kind of hard to open everything up when you got all that traffic in between these two major cities and um yeah that video that you uh that you saw i saw that too that broke my fucking heart dude that was like so sad to see mm -hmm. but um it's great that he got that 600k that's definitely gonna help him through like any insurance payments or anything like that um yeah that's good that he's 
it's going to get back on his feet. But not everyone is. That's the problem. You can't give 600k to every small business owner in the country. But um, I feel like eventually the country will heal itself. All this is going to end. Quarantine's going to end. All these riots are going to end. Everything's going to go back to normal, hopefully. Maybe not the normal that we had before, but it's going to be a new normal. But it's going to be our normal. It's going to be it's going to be there. And however long it's going to take, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'll wait for it. Um, I'm, I'm there waiting for it <laughs> for whenever it comes. I know it will. It has to. All things heal. Nothing really lasts forever. So I just want a summer. I, I need that normal summer. Like I've been begging, begging to the Lord that we have a normal senior year, that we get to go back to school for senior year. I'm not going to spend, I repeat, I'm not going to spend my senior year in front of my laptop, listening to my teachers through a screen. I'm not going to do that. That's just stupid. And if they try to get us to wear masks in school, that's like... I if if you put a gun to my head and ask me, will you just are you gonna wear masks in school and be able to go to school or are you gonna sit in front of your screen all year? I guess I could go with the masks because it sucks wearing a mask. It fogs up my glasses. It's annoying as hell, but I live with it. Like it's it's just something you gotta live through. I think. But um, ideally we could just go back to normal school. No masks. No social distancing. Can hang out with our friends. God forbid. Um. But um, yeah, that's the hope. Hopefully, we get something at least close to that. But yeah, so far, like I've Gina Raimondo, um, the governor, she like opened up or she's started phase two of like sports where kids are able to practice now. But like now, there's only like you can have a gathering of no more than fifteen people. So like I think it, yeah, it's fifteen. Fifteen. And um, my. Going back to your like uh, going to school, hopefully having a senior year. That would I've been hearing things about phase two of quarant or yeah quarantine and stuff, which sucks. But um, my engineering drafting design teacher, he brought up like a point how like or he's heard some this is just conspiracy or something um, that there's like the idea is there's gonna be. Um, like certain age groups going into school at certain times so like because you can't overfill the buses so it can be like a certain amount six feet apart yada yada yeah um but like so maybe elementary school will go in one day or like k through two will go in and just keep on going up or something like that or i he even mentioned how high schoolers since we don't even need to be in school, he said, or he said something like that, which I totally disagree with. I think we need to be in school. Mm. But he said, like, the l- younger kids, they're not able to function as best on the laptops and stuff. That makes sense. Um, they're more uh, apt to go to school. Uh, so they'd be going to school more, which I don't want i want i just want to be in school i want to see uh senior year spirit week graduation spirit week homecoming uh, winter ball prom. like uh, like that there's like there's fall season and then there's spring season in high school i feel like and like which is pretty much the beginning of the school year and the end of the school year and i feel like those two are the most important parts of high school mm. And then the middle, I don't care about the middle. No one cares about winter. Like, just get that. I, I, I'll stay home, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't feel like going out in the cold. But those first, 
beginning and the end. I, I'm just hoping we have those. Let's see. Um, so I just pulled up the uh, the reopening RI webpage, and um, it's a phase three or four plan. So it says weathering. They um they compare it to sailing a ship, which is funny because of the ocean state. Um, so it says weathering the storm. We've developed a robust emergency response to an unprecedented health. Uh, public health crisis. It says phase one, testing the water. We'll resume business and social activity on a limited basis while significant restrictions remain in place to protect public health safety. Um, that already happened. So currently it says we're in phase two, navigating our way. We'll try new models for doing business uh, and for living while social distancing. Phase three, picking up speed. Most businesses will be uh, open with new guidelines. Travel and other restrictions may continue. Then last one, eventually we'll land will arrive at our destination stronger and more resilient with fewer restrictions. But I don't like how it doesn't say no restrictions. Yeah. Like, there, why isn't there a phase that says it's over? But um, but at least it's good they have a plan. They had that plan for a while, and it's good to see that we're progressing through that plan, that we're not still in phase one. But um, the gyms and, like, hair salons, they're supposed to open tomorrow, actually. Oh, oh yeah. Tuesday, yep. Um, that's great, because my trainer was telling me we, we've developed a plan of me getting back in the gym, which is going to be great. Yeah, because it's been just like FaceTimes two or three times a week, FaceTimes for like an hour. And it's it's good. I get the work in, but um, it's still not the gym. It's not getting that experience in there. It's not like being in the gym, which is much better than being in my garage with the, my phone propped up against the wall. But um, yeah, like I if this all happened in like, if it really became a problem in December, it would all be over by now. Cause winter, no one's gonna go out during the winter. It's so much easier to like social distance than in the like when it's like 26 degrees out than when it's like sunny and 78. That's like, and especially with like the school year coming to a close. Like if it was in the middle of the school year, we could all just hunker down, do our work, and it would blow right over. But it was too late. The timing is just atrocious for something like this to happen. And yeah, like the. Like we had this 2020, this year has just sucked. It's been so bad. We've had the pandemic, riots, Kobe died. You've had murder hornets. Murder hornets. God, can't forget those. Um, <laughs> just riots, like civil war. Like it's it's just insane. Like the country's never been more divided in like years. Like this one man's death has just triggered this huge chain reaction of just hatred and like bad vibes, and it's. It's almost like it's pretty scary to watch happen but it's also like like watching um if you ever go on vacation in florida and you're sitting in your hotel room and you see like this big thunderstorm roll in and it's got the dark clouds and you feel the thunder coming in and it's just you're watching this thunder with this like wondrous horror and it's like exactly like that it's like this wondrous horror that you get to watch like these riots unfold but you're kind of glad that like it's like oh that's kind of cool to watch but like oh not if it's like as long as it stays like in Minnesota or like some just stays far away, but I'm sure it'll some, some, some variant of what's happening out there will find its way back here, but just probably not as bad. That's usually what happens. We never really get like the, the brunt force of bad events in America. I feel like, I mean, it's already spreading. It's, I feel like there's a lot going on in Boston, all major cities, but, um, LA, I know. Um, but dude, have you seen the size of those, um, what are they, the plastic bullets or the rubber bullets? The rubber bullets, those things are brutal. Oh my God, I've been, they're like the weight of your phone and like they call them rubber bullets, but 
it's just a little rubber covering over a metal like it's like a actual like a like a metal bar wrapped in a hockey puck exactly it's and those things are coming at you is like I don't, I don't even know what the speed is but oh uh, yeah nick's checking it um i was told like it's on the speed of like an airsoft gun oh that means like 300 to 400 fps yeah. oh this one's 200 fps 200 FPS. This is the average. Dear Christ, look at Those that. Things. Oh, I haven't even seen one like that. If, oh what God. we're seeing right now is like an actual, like, I would say like a missile a shape. Or like, yeah, bullet shaped. Yeah. Oh my God. Like big. I saw one that had like a round rubber tip, but that one was like pointed almost. Yeah. I, I heard like that police were actually like shooting at like uh, protesters, like heads, like, yeah, which is crazy. Like, like, I also watched a video of a guy get shot like right in the back and it actually left like a like, almost broke skin. It was like, yeah, look at this. That's broken skin. Wow. Yeah, no, that's what I saw. That looks like an actual bullet hole. That's like, mm, I know. I've also seen I'm like paint paintball guns being used. Mm, yeah, I've heard paintball guns go off. Um, I've there's been like, what's scary is like seeing those videos where people are in their houses and there's just a line of just cops or whatever they are like just walking down the street with a tank behind them i saw i seen one with a tank what? just traveling right behind them and they're yelling at there was like seven times these people got yelled at for to go inside and they didn't and all of a sudden the cops just started running at them and with paintball guns and just started shooting them and then they ran inside and just yikes which is scary i couldn't ever imagine being in my neighborhood looking outside and seeing a line of just like cops in a tank Jeez. going right down my road it's just i mean life's gotten crazy it has an understatement it's gotten wild yeah and i feel like um i've seen like these things where um it was like these like memes like these jokes about it but like i feel like it's gonna be like super true like what they said was um it was like uh future students when they get to the 2020 chapter in their history books and it was like a kid crying <laughs> like it's gonna be such hell for the younger generations to have to like learn about what happened in this year this like not even this year it's been like what so february march april may june it's been like less than five months and the country's already gone to shit. it's like this year is just cursed it's not good <laughs> and it's only gonna get worse too it's just gonna go downhill from there all it can go is down I love all those people who like post in the beginning of the year, like on New Year's, like New Year, New pr praying New Year's or 2020 will be a lot better than last year. And it's just like, no, <laughs> no, it hasn't. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, like the, um, so when this year started, personally, I, I was excited. I was like, hey, we're in the roaring 20s now. Let's go. We got like. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be exciting. It, it's been exciting, just not great or good or even like positive. It's just been a scary, exciting, like a like a horrible roller coaster that you know is gonna crash, but you don't know when it's gonna crash. Like what's gonna be the tipping point to where those cops stop shooting rubber bullets and start shooting real like five five six NATOs at people? And like when when's the point gonna happen? When's the point gonna be reached where that drone flying over Minneapolis, circling endlessly, starts? dropping some bombs on them mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be something big like the president has even retreated into his hole like that's 
that's serious. That hasn't happened before. Like that's never needed to happen before, but it's happening now. And like, it's weird, but it's also kind of almost entertaining to watch. Cause like we're living through history right now. Like what's happening right now, it's probably never going to happen again. At least not the same way. Like this is just like such a, a shit salad of horrible things that just have been concocted into some hell potion that is 2020. And it's just, it's not good. It's not good to, it's not good for the people that are being affected negatively, but it's it's fun to watch. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of entertaining to watch, watch the world burn. But um, I I've never wanted to be a Canadian citizen more. I I just or like any other country. I'd live in like South Sudan right now, the most dangerous country on the, on the planet. I'd live there if at trading for this. This is just like, because at least there it's like you know war is a constant but here you're waiting for something to happen you don't know if war is about to start you don't know if like what's about to happen you don't know if like the president's about to like nuke the entire state of minnesota or if like if it's going to be just as bad as like cops killing a few people in the riots like it could be large scale or small scale because no one really knows because it's such a large scale event being being uh unfolding right now but you don't know what's going to happen we, we don't know anything um you know i'm like i'm interested to see like how rioting is gonna stop like is it how crazy like i feel like i have this feeling that people are gonna they're gonna actually get a lot more violent and on the military side or whatever on america and they're almost gonna be like even more protesters being like coming out and being like no this is wrong (laughs) you can't use this violent ways against these protesters but which is literally a they're creating crimes exactly which is i don't know but um going back to um like the history textbook i I feel like it would actually be really interesting to like learn about our like what's going on like talking about it in a class i don't know it's just so much going on to like talk about i feel like this could be a whole lesson yeah, it's gonna be a whole unit right there. Yeah, and like, just living through it, like it's kind of cool. Like, I, like you think about all the people who lived through like World War Two, and like now we learn about all that. It's our turn now. Like, yeah, no, exactly, it's our turn. And like we're now the teenagers of that time, which is absolutely crazy. Like, this... I'd rather get shipped across the Atlantic to have to fight Nazis. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, the scary part is I feel like this defines our generation. Like, there's. The generation that went through World War Two, the generation that lived through the '80s, just like, and now there's just the 2000s generation just Yikes. living through rioting and racial problems Hell. and viruses and just all like. Which I I really wish that didn't define our generation, but mm. I feel like that's now our generation. Mm. Exactly, like um. The generation of teens who had to fight through World War Two, they I bet they didn't want to fight in World War Two. Like they didn't choose to fight like they didn't they could have chosen a much, much better future, but they had to go fight. And this is what we have to deal with. We have to make the best of it, you know? But um Oh, what were you saying? It was um Um We are gonna we're gonna have like the best excuses to like tell our kids like like Ma, like, like, Dad, I want to sleep over like Dan's house. It's like, no, you know how long I had to go without seeing my friends. You can make it. You don't have to sleep over his house for the third day in a row. <laughs> like, we're gonna be like, Mama, I, why, why can't I go outside? Shut up! Stop complaining. I had to stay inside for two months. 
with all this shit going on. Get, get, get back inside and do your homework. I feel like as a parent, I'm just gonna be shooing my kids outside. I'll be like, oh just my, get out of here. Get out, please, please, just get out. Experience. <laughs> yeah. Take take what I could not have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna be like some grizzled ass parents. <laughs> We've seen some shit, and we're only like 17. That's gonna be rough. Yeah. I I'm I really hope it gets better pretty soon because it sucks having the world be bad as entertain as entertaining as it could be to watch. It just sucks having to like watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not fun, but it's also fun. But it's not fun. <laughs> what pisses me off is like the timing of it. Like like we just both turned seventeen, and this would have been our first summer with our license. Like there was a lot to look forward to. So much and. Some like potential like that this was like the summer of high school i feel like, like next year we're gonna all be getting ready to go to college or like mm-hmm. what like you're going the last good summer yeah i'm just getting shipped off to the military exactly so like it's it's and like this is gonna be this is gonna be the last summer for us to all like really just hang out hang out i mean oh, no. yeah i mean i guess we always have next year to go out with the bang but i mean it's just this year was like it was gonna be fun now like i feel like we're gonna have strict rule for beaches and like there's, I feel like, like I feel like there's always gonna be that like sense of just like like a f- few people at a time or like like a limit to like how many people like not always but like for the summer at least mm. I feel like there's gonna be that limit throughout the whole summer yeah which sucks because that takes away the majority of our summer mm-hmm. it's just fun yeah. you know yeah um but I feel like it's getting better. It's definitely like we went from complete social distancing, like don't talk to, don't hang out with anyone that's not your immediate family, to oh you can hang out the uh, yeah in group no groups of no more than five, but now it's groups of no more than fifteen. Like getting fifteen friends together, that's a lot of friends yeah, like to hang group. out with. That's a group. Yeah, that's a that's a whole group. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's only gonna get bigger because it's getting better. We've we've beaten we've we've passed the peak, so the coronavirus can. The whole that whole issue can only get better but other than the, like the riots we're not too sure about that it might get a lot worse but um at least with the coronavirus it's we're only going to get to hang out with more and more people with less and less restrictions and that's that's a good kind of viewpoint to have that it's it, it's it's only getting better from here on out the problem is i don't have 15 friends to hang out with so. yeah i don't have 15 friends <laughs> oh no oh. no <laughs> i mean yeah it's 15 friends, it's, I mean, it's, it's enough, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, the you have those 15 friends to hang out with, but what are you going to do at this point? Go sit, I mean, sitting around a fire and talking is pretty cool. It's, yeah, that was good. That like, was good. Yeah, it's, yeah, so. So that brings us to the end of the second episode of the Nick and Nate show. I thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your time. Once again, I'm Nick McCarthy. And I'm Nate Barrett. And we'll see you guys on the next one.